Let's get into that. Um, Barat Senderayson uh, has been on the ground for us for, well, geez, almost six weeks now, hasn't he? Uh, calling the World Test Championship and the first four Ashes Test. Number five is on the horizon tomorrow night coming from the Oval. Uh, he's been at training in the last 12 hours and some really interesting observations there and a clue as to what the Australians were doing. Um, Barat, very good morning, good evening to you, but the most important question off the top, what's the weather like in London? Um, I mean, there were a few dark clouds around today. They say that it's going to rain uh, on day one, uh, but then then uh, it does clear up. But, you know, one thing I've learned about the English, uh, they have no idea about their own country. I have no idea... I honestly have no idea how they invaded all these countries and like ruled over them for all these years. Like because they have no idea about whether it's going to rain tomorrow or not. Like they say, oh, like like even even a few days ago, right in Manchester, they yeah. said, "Oh, the weekend's gone. There's going to be no play. It'll rain. There'll be torrential downpour. It 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 kind of drizzles for a couple of hours. That's all. And like, you know, so um, they say it's going to rain on day one." I'm not going to believe them till I actually uh, like feel a couple of drops of rain on me. No, that that is fair. The bureau, the bureau of maybe urology, it's alive and well in in all countries. I think by the sounds of that. Now, Barrett, some very interesting observations from Australian training today, and I want to get your take on them. But I hear in the background, I know, and we've interrupted a, a night out um, with the Australian media. And are you getting hosted by the locals? Is that is that what's happening there? Uh, I mean, like we we were hosted by uh, the Cricket Writers Club, which is a big thing in uh, England. It's been uh, a thing for nearly 100 years. I played the posh card. I went up to the bar and I said, oh, do you have some Pinot Noir? Uh, you know, being from South Australia. <laughs> and, 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 and the guy just looked at me and said, uh, mate, we can give you some Malbec. And I was like, yeah, it's free, so I'll have the Malbec. Like, yeah. Yeah. So that's the best they did. But no, no, it was... It, it was a it was a lovely evening, um, and uh, there was no food on offer, so we oh. had to find some curry for ourselves, not too far away from the Oval. So that's where I am right now. Outstanding. And the reason behind that questioning um, were were the tissues provided? Um, because have they stopped crying? Have they stopped whinging yet? Uh, uh, if you just trusted the the people of England and the English media, you would think. In, like with one test to go in a five match series, England are seven zero up, like uh, because they think they think not only have they won every test match, they won every session, and it, 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 even the even the win against Ireland counts as a win against Australia. They, <laughs> it's just that that's just how they are. But yeah. you're right. I mean, uh, as as uh, much as I, you know, the the devil side of me enjoyed. The rain and the fact that uh, Australia did retain the urn in Manchester. Um, I was hopeful for like this to be, sort of, to be some play, so that it ends up two zero and uh, two all, and just just simply for the reason that the the English don't start whinging and boss. Yeah. You know they have like yeah. I mean, uh, uh, and it's amazing how quickly the narrative changed. That the morning of day five was all about England have been the better team. We're going to make it to all. And once they saw the rain, they were like, you know what? What would be better if we go to the Oval and deny the Australians from winning the Ashes? I was like, hey, I thought the ba- I thought basketball and everything was all about having fun and enjoying. When did it become about denying the opposition a win? That's sad. 
But uh, yeah, it sums up uh, English cricket in a nutshell, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, Barrett, I'm glad you brought that up. It's something I've mentioned earlier in the program about, well, Gideon Haig brought up the idea of about what, what's this retaining the ashes? Don't you have to win the ashes? What, what, what was this retaining? Because it does makes for negative play. It could force negative play. Australia, all they had to do was draw this series and they retain yeah. the ashes. Should we scrap retaining the ashes and you've got to win the ashes? Otherwise, it just sits in perpetuity. It just sits there. No one has the ashes until you win them. Uh, I mean, question, yeah. question without notice yeah, is you're having curry after no, a big no, no, glass no. I mean, of Malbec. <laughs> Uh, it, it, it's Gideon Haig. Like when Gideon Haig writes something, you just have to agree with him, right? I, and he was also <laughs> at, uh, uh, <laughs> at the drinks thing tonight, and uh, we were having a chat about this. You know, I, and I'm completely in agreement with him. Like this retaining business, retention business works only with the Ashes. You take any other major series in the world, any any sport. There's no concept of like retaining something. Like you know, what is this earn, right? Someone paint a a couple of bales many years ago and like, you know, we were just playing for it, which is fine. Like, and I, I remember writing a piece about this in 2019, just looking at the Australian celebrate uh, the Manchester win and going into the Oval. I was like, wait, yeah, in any other form of competition, this would mean nothing. But uh, as I was told repeatedly during that Ashes series, man, but this is the Ashes, it's different. And that's yeah. what it felt like. But uh, I think Pat Cummins has said all the right things. He said, from the time they've landed that we're not keen just on retaining it. We have done it already in 2019. We want to win this series. And, you know, for an Australian team to have not won in England, won a series in England since 2001, that's 22 years. That's, that's bizarre. All yeah. Australian teams just win, right? Like, that's what they've done historically. So, uh, I don't think they will rest easy till they set that record straight. So, I'm with Gideon. Uh, I think the retention thing needs to be uh, underplayed a lot more than it is. Brad Sunderace and SEN commentary team joining me uh, this morning from the other side of the world, the fifth test starting tomorrow night, Thursday night. Cannot wait for this. Uh, Australia out to win, as Barrett said, the Ashes for the first time uh, in a long time in England. Pat Cummins, you just mentioned him. Is he the right man to be Australian captain moving forward? Yes. I mean, what Pat Cummins has said, done for Australian cricket in the last 18 months, I think we, uh, you know, as, as a nation, owe him a huge debt of gratitude. You know, he takes over captaincy, having never done it before at a serious level, in really, in, you know, inopportune times with the whole Tim Payne scandal and like, or whatever, the Tim Payne story, I should yeah. say. And, you know, he wins the Ashes immediately. But what he did uh, since, especially on the road, you know, they go to Pakistan, they say, we're going to play a 15-day test. And they win um, purely on the basis of his bowling on that final day. In the final session, when I was there in Lahore, it was a privilege to be there. And and the way he handled himself in Sri Lanka, you know, in political, uh, the country was in political turmoil, the economy was completely gone. And, and just the, the way he, you know, handled the, 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 you know, the position of being a leader was just like, uh, you know, it was, uh, awe-inspiring, to be honest. And, and then, you know, they could have easily got over the line in Delhi against India and who knows, won the series with just like one bad uh, uh, half an hour and they, they you know, the, the tool was ruined in that sense. But they came back strongly in Indore yeah. once Pat Cummins was, uh, you know, not, not around like that. But, uh, I mean, he's done everything right. He's spoken about things that most Australian captains haven't spoken about in the past, not just with cricket, but just in the, the world. 
And uh, I have a lot of time and respect for Pat Cummins. He is the right man for Australian cricket. And he has really lifted Australian cricket uh, to a new level uh, ever since he took over. Barrett, before your curry gets cold and we run out of time, uh, what, what, did, what you saw a few um, things at Australian training today that um, uh, have piqued my interest. Uh, one, no, no Mitchell Stark bowling, is is that right? Mm. Yeah, I mean, Mitchell Stark didn't uh, bowl or bat. Mitchell Marsh didn't bowl or bat, which was a little concerning considering both Mitchells did pick up injuries uh, at the end of that uh, old rapid Manchester test. Uh, but, uh, I mean, we've learned that uh, Mitchell Stark should be okay to go, and so too Marsh. But I think we'll just have to wait and watch. Uh, like there's another day of training to go tomorrow. But Todd Murphy, just the way, uh, you know, you pick up little things. Just yeah. the way he was warming up. Alex Carey, the first thing he did uh, with his wicket keeping was practice to keep keep up to the stumps to Todd Murphy, who was bowling at him. And he was also one of the first few tailenders to have a bat. Those are generally signs that someone is playing. But, um, yeah, but I, honestly, I don't think Australia have made a um, full-fledged decision yet. Uh, it'll depend on um, how Stark and Marsh pull up tomorrow. And, uh, you know, then we'll, we'll get a better idea. But, yeah, I think Todd Murphy should be playing. But who, in whose place? We don't know. Cameron Green, I think, will play. He bowled and he batted quite a while. So, uh, it's just how they fit in all these others. Stewie Jew. Will he get a bat? Will he yeah. have a bowl? <laughs> he, he was, was there amazing. Again. Like, I mean, he was not only there, he was helping Alex Carey with his wicket-keeping drills. Initially, I saw he was just like tossing balls at him. And then I was like, what? Stewie Jew has picked up a bat. And he's like, you know, bashing balls at Alex Carey. And like, look, there is a South Australian connection. There is obviously, if you haven't heard this, Alex Carey played Aussie football. Did you know that? <laughs> I mean, it's just like one of those the most hyped things about poor Alex Carey. But like, yeah. So it was like a coming together of two uh, footy guys. And no, Stewie Do is getting more and more involved. Like, who knows? He might walk out to the toss uh, two day after tomorrow. Pat Cummins is, <laughs> has lost every toss so far in the Ashes. So maybe it won't be a bad idea. Stewie Do's record on the Gold Coast with the Suns, it's got to be better than Pat Cummins' record with the toss. So <laughs> get him out there and give it a go. Hey, Barrett, you've been, so very, you've been very kind with your time. I'll, I'll let you get back to the colleagues, and we cannot wait for the call. Uh, thank you for the insight, and we'll uh, look forward to the coverage tomorrow night. Uh, anytime, mate. Thank you so much for having me on. Cheers. What an absolute ripper, Barat Sender Racing there. Our cricket coverage here on SEN. It's us tomorrow night from 7, the first ball from the Oval, 8 o'clock. Uh, all thanks to Plantation Homes. If you're building a new home, Plantation Homes, they're backed by a $7 billion parent company. Where is it? Plantation Homes. 9.53 this Wednesday morning.